My name is TJ. My name is Bupesh. And this is your weekly tech show on Connect FM 91.5. This week, we're talking about electric motor vehicles. Yeah, so some of the things we'll be diving into is kind of just the shift in the automobile industry. Just in general, we see more electric vehicles on the roads, in dealerships, in the news. So yeah, just kind of diving into that, as well as some of the electric vehicle infrastructure that we see today. So, you know, charging points, um, home installations, where you can buy electric vehicles. And hopefully at the end of it, we'll be able to look into the future of electric vehicles, talk about where the industry is headed. Mm -hmm. So just to get started, a brief overview, what are electric vehicles? I think a lot of us kind of relate these to some of the first places we saw them were with plug-in hybrids and how these were pitched as a way to offer more fuel-efficient cars. Actually, surprisingly, a lot of people don't know that the electric vehicles we see today, they don't have gasoline engines. And, you know, we see a lot of things on social media just uh, as a joke, pictures of like Teslas and other vehicles stopping at gas stations and people trying to pump gas into them without realizing that these are electric vehicles that <laughs> do not require gas. They're completely electric, battery and DC motor driven. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, the electricity isn't going straight to the giant touchscreens inside the Tesla. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, why are we seeing the whole industry shift towards electric vehicles? And why are we seeing more of these on the road and in dealerships and just all around us today? And other than that, we're also seeing like chargers on the roads, right? Chargers for these electric cars mm -hmm. and the infrastructure of all of that is growing every day. And I think the reason for like their popularity is that they bring not only the aspect that um, you're not spending so much on gas, right? It's better for the environment mm -hmm. that like just beyond the electric vehicle, the tendency of these uh, electric cars to have cool features like self-driving, although that's for like sure. being tested and like continues to grow. One day we're looking forward to self-driving cars and we see that in, in brands like Tesla, right? Yeah. Tesla, the leading um, electric automobile carrier. Mm -hmm. So when when these electric cars are bringing so much to the table, the real question is why aren't there so many on the road? Yeah, and kind of we still know today that majority of the vehicles sold are still gasoline or diesel based. They're not electric vehicles by yeah. any means. But yeah, like you mentioned, just why why are electric vehicles growing in numbers and also why aren't they growing so drastically as to overtake gasoline vehicles today. Yeah, why doesn't everyone have an electric car already? That's really the question. Mm -hmm. One thing that's definitely true, however, is that this is just another step in the advance advancement of the automobile industry, right? Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, we had horse and carriage, and then we had the combustion engine come in. Actually, I'll bring up an interesting point. Before electric, I mean, sorry, before internal combustion vehicles were popular, um, that was with the Model T from Ford. Electric vehicles were actually pretty mainstream. So this was in the late 1800s. So electric, in a way, preceded and succeeded gas vehicles. So electric came before gas. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. <laughs> I guess somewhere along the way, they took a wrong turn, <laughs> right? Because it's coming back mm -hmm. to be pretty successful mm -hmm. but yeah the point is that like this is just another step in that advancement so it's not like supposed to be so fast obviously yeah. this is a transition period of course but being that being said everything now is transitioning so much faster than it was 100 or 200 years ago for sure yeah right? technology and, is like accelerating mm -hmm. in its and advancement not just in this industry right and across all industries we're seeing just a rapid advancement that's kind of that hasn't happened in a while with the whole technological era coming in now yeah. and just the advancements of computers processing and yeah. the whole digitization of a lot of different industries mm -hmm. exactly so what are the reasons that electric cars aren't growing as fast as they could be well of course i think 
you know, just with any other industry, the general, like society's general resistance to major change. Yeah. But of course, there's other aspects too. First and foremost, uh, any car buyer, you know, the the major thing that they're looking at is the cost of the vehicle they're purchasing. Yeah. And electric vehicles, they haven't really been incredibly wallet friendly. In recent years, we're seeing the prices kind of creep down, mm-hmm. but they're still pretty up there, especially compared to the average vehicle that people are buying. Yeah. You know, if you compare it to, let's say, a Honda Civic, uh, well, the cheapest, you know, Tesla, that's almost double the price. And that's just the starting price as you build these cars up add in some of the features that we mentioned earlier, like self-driving capabilities, the price does creep up pretty quickly. Even the affordable models are pretty hard on the wallet, right? Mm -hmm. So other than that, um, I think that a major factor is that there isn't isn't a lot of variety. People look for a lot of different types of cars, Mm -hmm. right? And if um, you're not getting that from one of the major providers, which is Tesla, um, then you're probably not as inclined to look for an electric vehicle at all. Exactly. And like, I think one important thing to mention when you're considering that variety is you're generally looking at a certain segment of vehicle, right? Let's yeah. say you're looking at a, a mid-range uh, SUV. And when you go to a dealership, uh, you walk in and they have a certain selection set of vehicles. And often what ends up happening is the person going in to buy a midsize SUV, uh, the dealer only has one midsize SUV option. And even though the dealer might have electric vehicles, that electric vehicle ends up almost being its own segment. So the only person really buying that vehicle is someone who walks in wanting to buy that vehicle, not someone walking in to just buy a normal vehicle for their family or for their everyday use. That's a great point. That's a great point. So those are some of the reasons that we're just naturally inclined to look for the um, typical gas uh, vehicles, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, I think there's some, there's reasons why people would consciously choose that electric isn't the way to go. Right. Yeah. One of those is that um, the infrastructure of the superchargers on the road, right? Mm-hmm. We have gas stations on every corner, but do we have the chargers that we need for these electrical vehicles? For sure. And, you know, even though today we're seeing um, electric charging stations creep up more, if you go to public libraries yeah. or malls, uh, chances are you'll see a couple stalls. But like you mentioned, it's nowhere near how gas stations and how how easy it is to find a gas station. You know, every couple blocks just around the street corner, mm-hmm. there's a gas station with eight, 10, 12 stalls mm-hmm. that you can just quickly go and refuel your car. And that's really not the case with electric cars, mm-hmm. at least not yet. Yeah, when we say infrastructure, we it's beyond just the charging stations. Um, where are the service service um, servicers for these cars? Mm-hmm. When you need maintenance for your car, right? It's easier to get that for a car that's been around for a long time, but for electric vehicles, right? It might be more difficult to find someone who's going to help you with your car troubles. Mm -hmm. And Um, I think just a very simple case of that is even considering, let's say, vehicles that have been in accidents. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, Tesla being the prominent uh, manufacturer, their name comes up a lot, but for vehicle replacements and repairs, they're notoriously expensive to get parts, to get labor, experienced technicians who know what they're doing. And such is the case with, you know, any electric vehicle because it's an entirely new thing and the people certified and trained for that are limited. Beyond that, it just takes less time to fill up your gas tank than it does to charge your car, mm-hmm. right? And then your range for electric vehicles might be a little lower than it is for gas gas vehicles. Yeah. Um, the availability coming from um, some big companies, even like Tesla, mm-hmm. is less than it's going to be for a lot of different car manufacturers around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, these all these factors combined might be the reason why not everyone has an electric car right now. That All of this is not to say that... Um, electric cars are disadvantaged in some way. They're definitely bringing a lot to the table. Yeah, Um, and I think that's why we're seeing the shift in the industry, right? I mean, there is a transition period, like you mentioned earlier. It's not just like, 
one minute we're only buying gas cars and then we're going to electric. There is a transition and that transition is happening and the electric automobile industry is growing for a reason. Yeah. And actually plenty of reasons, lots of good reasons. Yeah. What would you say some of those reasons are? First and foremost, I think what comes you know, quickly to the mind is just the environment, right? Mm-hmm. You're reducing emissions, you're reducing just this whole oil industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, transportation is a huge part of that. Right now we're just seeing the shift to consumer electric vehicles. Yeah. But this can go a lot further, right? Now we have Tesla and other companies introducing electric semi-trucks, which would totally yeah. change the industry for shipping things across the country. Definitely. Uh, re- of course, reducing emissions again. Mm-hmm. And likewise, in the future, if we see the electrification of other transport methods, then that's going to be beneficial to the environment as well. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's also safety, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tesla cars bring a lot of safety um, to the road. And I think all of these things that Tesla has to offer because they are the leader right now, For it becomes sure. the name of the game, right? Other mm-hmm. other competitors have to bring these things to the table. They have to bring safety, fuel efficiency. I mean, like in terms of being electric, helping the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another thing is that um, in the future, we're looking towards self-driving, right? Yeah. That's something that is a big, big thing in the future. Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, I think with any new electric vehicle coming in, they're going to yeah. be compared to what's already on the market to weigh them to see if they're better or worse. And really the market right now is dominantly Tesla. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to compare them with Tesla. Mm -hmm. Um, Other things that are beneficial with electric vehicles, uh, like we mentioned, just the gas. Since you're not paying for gas, you're not filling up your tank, you are saving that money. Electricity, at least here in the lower mainland, it is significantly cheaper than gas. Mm -hmm. So every month you'll be saving money there. In terms of maintenance uh, with electric vehicles, you don't have to worry about oil changes or a lot of the regular maintenance that's associated with a new gasoline vehicle. So you also save a lot of money on that front. Yeah. A lot of a lot of um, manufacturers are pledging by a certain um, point in the future to actually go fully electric, right? Mm-hmm. And that's because of all of these reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's just why we're seeing this whole shift, right? There are yeah. manufacturers introducing new electric vehicles and promising to, like you mentioned, just move their lineup towards that direction, which is why we can pretty confidently say that electric is the future in the automobile industry. Yeah, It's really just a matter of how long the transition is and how steep the curve is to get there. And getting an electric car can also be a part of, um, or it can be a stepping stone towards a future where you can imagine that um, your roof has solar panels on it mm-hmm. and you're powering your own home and that's powering the outlet that charges your car and all of these things. Um, it's sustainable, mm-hmm. right? You're supporting yourself. It's financially um, bet better for the mm-hmm. consumers. Um, and yeah, so that's the dream of the future, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, living in the lower mainland, we're privileged to be using clean power, right? Yeah. We're the lower mainland and BC hydro. Most of the power is, uh, generated through hydro plants. So that's mm-hmm. dams and stuff. Yeah. And while not the best environmental option, there aren't any emissions associated with it. Yeah. Whereas if we look at, let's say other areas in the world, or even our neighbors down South in the United States, majority of their power is through coal. So even switching to these um, electric vehicles, there is still some impact because your electricity, when it's generated, you're still releasing harmful gases into the air. That is true. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about solar panels as the way of the future to produce energy. Mm-hmm. Um, batteries are a huge um, place of research right now. Mm-hmm. The The efficiency of batteries and the cost of batteries mm-hmm. is reducing very quickly, exponentially. Mm-hmm. And so I think in the future, um, that's going to be the that's going to be what determines whether solar power solar power can ultimately replace fossil fuels. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the same goes just with electric cars in general, right? As battery technology develops, 
we can use that to kind of bridge the gap with some of the shortcomings that we mentioned earlier. So let's say the range that could easily help with the range that could help with the charging infrastructure where you don't have to wait 30 minutes to charge your vehicle. Mm -hmm. It could just be just like a gas station where you plug it in for let's say a minute and then you're good to go for another 400 kilometers. Um, likewise, uh, with this, we're seeing not only as automakers push towards more electrified lineups, they're pushing towards this battery technology development and research. Um, Tesla, of course, is doing their research. Definitely. But lots of all other automakers are actually kind of doing this research beforehand before they enter the market so they can bring something to the table and have something to compete with. Yeah, and definitely a lot of this is easier said than done mm -hmm. because um, th we talked a lot about a lot about the disadvantages or not the disadvantages, but the shortcomings of the electric um, automakers game right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a lot of catching up to do, even though um, the electric field is a lot more ahead in some um, aspects. Yeah, I think one where one place we see this is kind of just that manufacturers today they need to either meet the capabilities of their current gasoline cars, if not exceed them, as well as compete with, you know, main players in the electric field today. And of course, the companies are excited and looking forward to do this. We've seen a lot of pretty big statements from a lot of manufacturers, mm -hmm. but they've often been retracted or revised. Just one example, um, Honda, in early 2019, they said that by 2025, they're going to have a fully electric lineup. By the end of the year, they had retracted the statement. They instead pushed to a more conservative goal where by 2023, half of their lineup will be electrified. And similarly, you know, lots of other manufacturers, they've released statements such as that. But when we look at the progress being done, it's often a lot slower than what both we as consumers and the manufacturers and the industry as a whole has seen. Because yeah. it is difficult to compete with companies like Tesla who have had, you know, years of experience and have had their whole business kind of mapped around this one idea of electrified automobiles. And this is on both a hardware and a software front. For sure. And so next episode, we're going to look more at the software and see with the future of self-driving cars, mm -hmm. what issues there might be with that. Obviously, the advantages that it brings. Yeah. And what manufacturers have been working on, right? Yeah. How is autonomous driving today and what does it look like in the future mm -hmm. so that's all for today um if you have any thoughts if you want to give us any feedback or if you have any any topics that you want us specifically to bring up during our next show you can contact us through whatsapp our number is 604-807-0915 once again that's 604-807-0915 thank you for listening to connect fm 91.5